Welcome to Season 1 of the Unsung Battles Podcast. I'm Ian Anderson, and I'm on a mission to understand the tactics and the truths that men use to overcome their darkest days. Just like your physical body, your mental strength needs to be trained and developed. Everyday men fight battles against personal tragedies, mental illness, addiction, suicide, injustices, and other seemingly insurmountable obstacles. By sharing the power in these stories, I believe they will fortify our minds and encourage the bond of brotherhood. Whether you're listening for yourself or in an effort to help another, men capable of winning in mental combat are needed. So let's get to work. Welcome to the Unsung Battles Podcast. I'm Ian. If you're new to the podcast, welcome, follow, uh, subscribe. You'll get notifications of when we launch new episodes. And what we focus on at this podcast is uh, threefold. We've got three things that we shoot for. The first one is sharing men's stories around mental health to deconstruct, dismantle, and kind of diminish stigmas that come along with men's mental health. When men come in and share these stories, our second focus is finding those tactics and truths that are working for them in their lives and these difficult struggles that they've been through so that we can learn from and apply those in our own. And finally, the third aim is fostering brotherhood through shared experiences. None of us go through life alone, so we might as well help each other through it. And this is one of the ways that we're trying to do that. Now, as of today, um, you may have heard the announcements around the Forge, which is our effort in putting together a program to bring men together to form a solid brotherhood, a support group for those men to hold each other accountable, to uh, support each other through difficult trials or in achieving their goals. Um, so the Forge is that experience to bring them together and then an ongoing experience of continued development and learning and checking in with that same team. To fund that, we're turning to you. Would love to have your help and support where possible. There will be a link in the show notes, um, once again, to our uh, our link tree, which will have a whole bunch of links. We've just added a GoFundMe for the Forge project that we're putting together. Um, would love some contribution there, even if it's just a couple of bucks. Every bit helps to kind of make this, this effort a reality and kind of multiply our efforts together. So with those things said, Al has got an awesome story. And while from... The outside looking in, the very obvious is like the physical change of, of losing so much weight. But you'll hear from Al himself that this, that didn't come without a change that happened inside as well. And not only does he talk about that change, but he gives some great ways to facilitate making that change in yourself or finding the resources to do so. Um, one of those that I would love to focus on is like celebrating those little wins you know, progress is progress. And just because it's little steps doesn't mean it's you're not, you're not going somewhere, right? So you got to remember that trajectory. If you're headed in a positive direction, it's still positive. So don't be comparing yourself to other people. Um, when it comes to life, the only person you can compare yourself with is you. You know, it's, it's unfair and unreasonable to compare yourself with anybody else because it's just not an accurate apples to apples comparison. So when you have progress, celebrate it. Count those wins. Keep moving forward. And that's something that I'd 
challenge you to focus on as like a mental health training topic for this week is celebrating those wins and moving forward. Um, with that said, we are going to jump into Al's episode. If you haven't already, follow, subscribe, you'll get notifications of new episodes. Additionally, Al mentions a couple of resources as well as reaching out to him on Facebook and Instagram. So those links have been included in the show notes. Awesome. Al, thanks so much for joining us today. Um, love to hear a little bit about yourself. Um, what are you up to in life? Well, um, glad to be here and share my story, um, really about my health journey and where I, where I was at and where I've, how things changed in my life. Three years ago, uh, right when COVID started, actually, I, you know, I had been searching for a while because I had some health issues. I weighed over 500 pounds and I knew I needed to do something. And, you know, I'd go to the doctor and he's like, you got to do something drastic. And jokingly, he would say, don't eat for a year, you know? (laughs) And I'm like, well, that's really going to work, you know? But I knew I needed to do something, but it's it's weird that as I would try to work on my health, I ran into a couple problems. Um, even though I know what healthy is, I didn't know how to, how do I do that? You know, I know what a healthy meal is, but how do I live that way? How do I shop that way? How do I do all these things? And then um, I knew, I th- was like, I got to exercise. And I, how do you, when you weigh as much as I did and when you walk up the stairs or out to your vehicle, you're completely out of breath. It's like, how do I start exercising? Plus I had one of the problems with my health is I had a herniated disc in my back. I couldn't stand for two minutes. And when I would have to go places, I would carry like this little tripod chair with me. And so I'd walk as far as I could and then sit down. And so I'm like, how am I gonna, how am I gonna change? I knew I needed to do something. When you were at where I'm at, I had diabetes, high blood pressure, all those things were affecting my life. Actually, my sister started on a program and started losing weight and she was sharing some of the meals she was eating. And I was like, okay, I, I could probably do that, but um, I didn't want to. <laughs> I, I was like, I got to, but I don't, I don't want to. But then it was like, I know someday I'm going to do this, but when, and you know, kind of got found out about the program that she was on. And if it works, it works. And then I can, you know, work on getting healthier. So I, I started up on this program and um, what, it, what helped me was, is I'd order food from the um, the company that I was involved with the company's name is Optivia. So I, what I was doing was I was eating six times a day, every two to three hours. And five of the meals I got was I I ordered from Optivia and they're just well-balanced carb, um, low carb balanced meals that keeps my body into a good fat burn. And what I found though, is it was structured and easy for me to follow. One of the benefits of the program too is I have I have a personal health coach that I work with. When I first started, we were doing daily check-ins. After about a week or so, then it just turned to a weekly accountability check-in. I got started doing this and within the first month, I lost 28 pounds. And I was like, okay, 
there's something to this, right? Like I'm doing something finally. And from there, just started continuing and losing weight. It, it was interesting because during when COVID started, that was such a time where they lo- we got locked down. I couldn't go do anything. And a lot of people complained about how COVID was so horrible, you know, mental health wise, physically, people put on weight. For me, it changed my life. I, I was completely opposite. It was a time, it allowed me for a time to heal, to get better. And, you know, that was, so I started three years ago and I've lost now um, over 307 pounds. And so I'm still working at it, but, you know, I'll, I'll get down to my goal weight and, and I've, uh, there's been a lot of things that, you know, we can discuss that I've kind of learned along the way and things that I've had to overcome and do some challenges. And I, I think sometimes it's important to remember where you, where you were at and where you've come from. Yeah. And if you don't mind, I'd like to maybe go in a little more deep. I mentioned some of my health concerns and the worst thing that I experienced, the, the frustrating part when you're not healthy I hated going to the doctors nothing against them but how are they going to help me they can't help me I had severe back pain and I couldn't I weighed too much to to get on their machines to even do an x-ray they wouldn't help me they go you got more problems you got to lose weight well every time I walked into a doctor's office for help that's kind of story I got and you walk away feeling like geez, how am I going to do this? I mean, I don't have no help. Um, doctors aren't helping me. And, and all they do, um, they prescribe meds, you know, with no solutions. Um, and, you know, I met with a nutritionist and they would show me, eat this many calories and there you go. See ya, bye. Good luck. You know, and that wasn't helping me either. I, life wasn't fun because I couldn't, I couldn't do anything. As I mentioned, you know, walking out the car, I was tired and I used to get like, for people that have experienced like where you have a high anxiety, I would do that from walking out to my car only because I couldn't breathe very well. And if I, if I get in my car, I was so tight in my car that, you know, and my gut probably pushed up into my lungs and I couldn't expand my lungs to breathe. And I wasn't healthy that I would actually get those panic attacks. Like what's going on with me? I'm going to die right now, you know? And I was on tons of insulin because of my diabetes and my blood sugar, my A1Cs, when you go to the doctor, they do an A1C on you. That was out of control, even on insulin. And I was like, man, what am I going to do? I'm going to have all these complications from diabetes. And so I I was dealing with all this stuff. And I think it's important to remember the the physical things, but there's also um, emotional things that go along with this. You know, I mean, my kids are older now. I have a son that's 20, a daughter that's almost 18 this month. And when they were in elementary school, I was still big. They didn't want me to show up at their school and go to their plays and stuff because they don't want their dad embarrassing them, you know, because I was so big and kids are going to look at me and laugh. And, you know, I, I had experiences where I, I would go places and I felt like everybody was staring at me 
And, you know, I can't really blame him. Look at that big guy, you know, how is he so big? But, but still it just, that bothered me. And it bothered me sometimes even in places, even like at, at church, you know, I had this experience one time, the kid said, dad, that guy is really fat. And I was like, oh, you know, it was just a kid. So, you know, I get it. He, he doesn't know any better. But what hurt me was when I turned around, the dad was laughing. And I thought, you know, one thing I've learned over time is a lot of that stuff, I feel like people are staring and laughing at me. It's mainly, a lot of times, maybe how I feel about myself, what I'm thinking about who I am and thoughts of me. And that I am not good enough, that I am this obese person that has no value. And if anybody looks at me, that's probably why they're looking at me. Because what I know now is I don't care about that. Even when I was lost 100 pounds, 200 pounds, I still had more to go. Um, you know, I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't even notice that people were looking at me because I was doing what was necessary for myself to get better. And that's, that took that whole focus off of what other people were thinking about me and just focusing on what I was changing about myself. I honestly, you know, one of the things that, and this is the thing I, I think that's so important about me and changing my health and my life is there is a physical transformation that goes on. And I, people can look at my pictures and be, wow, you know, but they don't see a lot of what is me changing from the inside out. Because in order to change my physical body, it has to change from the inside out. You mentioned that someday I need to do this, but when? Yeah. What was the, what was the conversation inside or kind of, you know, you mentioned changing yourself inside before you could do the work outside. What was the moment that got you to start on that path? I would have to say my family. My wife was supportive of, of me changing. She wanted me to change. I knew I needed to. I think we spent a lot of time in in prayer asking for something that would help me that we would be directed to something i think when this came along i was already in that mindset to okay maybe it's time maybe this is what i need because we've been asking for help that got me started off on a good foot plus i had lots of things going on i you know i wanted to do stuff with my family we go on vacations i couldn't do things was became too physically painful to go to church anymore. So I had been not going to church. I was getting very concerned that my um, um, I wasn't going to be able to do my job because I, I go out in the field and visit clients that I work with who have disabilities and I check on their health and safety and I have to walk around into their homes, into where the, they're at their day programs or their, or their work. And I was almost getting to the point where I couldn't fit in my car anymore. I'll be honest, there's, it's really hard to pinpoint one thing because I had a thousand re reasons to change. And then when this came along, I decided to go for it. So that, I think that's the big thing is just having a supportive wife who was praying with me and my kids knowing that they wanted me to change too. And you know, when I first started, 
um, on my health journey. Um, I kind of always felt like I was the type of person that if something was working and I could see it working, that I would put forth the effort to do it um, and that I could see change. I've kind of always been that way. I, I like, you know, when you're physically obese and you have these, sometimes your physical body just says, no way, you're not, you can't do it. And, but when I first started this whole, my whole journey, I honestly, when I started the program I'm on, I thought it was, I was just doing a diet. I've learned that it's far more than that. And one of the things that the, the program that I'm on with is they um, really focus on mindset change. We focus mm -hmm. on healthy body, healthy mind, healthy finances. If, if we, if I'm just, if I'm doing a diet, it's a diet mentality. It's not going to work. What I need to do is change my habits, my, my health. And those include things like my sleep, you know, getting proper sleep, my hydration, am I drinking enough water? My nutrition, is my nutrition right? Even things like, as I've been involved in the program and now I coach this to other people, one of the things we really work on is living above and below the line, below the line, you know, growth mindset to um, living things like the drama triangle, you know, are you a villain, victim, or um, a hero? You know, all those things, the way we deal with our emotions, you're driving down the road, someone cuts you off, what do you want to do? How you respond to all those things are really going to affect your mental health and how you eat and how you live healthy and changing. That's why I talk about changing from the inward, because if I'm not doing that, then I'm not going to be able to fix my physical body for long term. So it wasn't so much a focus on just the physical aspect, but a holistic health approach. Yeah. That's a very interesting thing because so often I hear people talk about, you know, I need to exercise and I need to eat better. And that's kind of where it stops. And it sounds like from taking a more full approach to health in general, it was a lifestyle change rather than just the physical aspects of it. Yeah. It, it, it definitely a lifestyle change. So if you're not doing that, you're just focusing on a diet and you can lose the weight. But, um, you know, you always hear people will say, what's the problem with those programs like that is you're just going to put the weight back on when you're done. And well, you know, that could be true. And, you know, you might go through a period where you do put a little bit back on. But if you keep on working on yourself with anything like in life, it's a it's a it's a journey right you're not gonna it's not about becoming perfect tomorrow it's about just continuing to progress and um take a step forward every day it's really been good for me you know i've really about a year ago or so i started getting a little more focused on some other things about improving myself because i had been doing this journey for um about a year and a half and i was kind of um yo-yoing a little bit my weight would go down and then up a little bit. Or I'd be eating healthy and then I'd have a day or two that wasn't so good. And then I'd have to get back on. So I started focusing on doing more things other than just the nutrition part. And I started getting more involved in listening to like, I'm not a big reader, so I like listening to audiobooks. 
I, a lot of self-help books, you know, about just improving yourself about, um, whatever it is, there's hundreds of them out there. You can find and listen to, you know, and when I'll share this experience, one thing that a goal that I had that I set out last year, I had mentioned that it was really difficult for me walking and going places and walking out the car, I'd be out of breath. So last year in January, I made a goal to walk a 5k. So I started working at it. You know, I was started doing working myself up to like a mile a day. I do it on the treadmill. I was walking and I just started making little progress. It, it's interesting going back a little bit on this. I mentioned I have a health coach. I'm, I also mentioned that I couldn't stand for two minutes at a time. So my coach started challenging me to stand for two minutes at a time up to an hour a day. So that this, when I started this whole process before I even thought of a 5K, I started doing this. And I would stand for up to an hour a day and it was hard, it was painful, you know, and it was slow, but all of a sudden, notice myself, I just swept the floor for the first time in three years without having to sit on a chair and move myself around and do it, you know? And then, then I thought, I wanna get out and start doing some walking. Well, I went to my doctor and asked for a prescription to get a walker with a chair on it. And so I'd go walking around the neighborhood and walk as far as I can, and then I would sit on it. So that's when I decided to do a, a 5K. And so I just, I just continued just to progress. And then back in, in January, July 4th weekend last year, I, I did, did my first 5K. That's awesome. And it was, it was great. You know, I, I done like four or five cents, but, and then to add to that this year, I decided, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to add to that. And I did a 10K in the Salt Lake City Marathon and walked that. That was just a couple of weeks ago. And it's funny because I, sometimes I say this, I'll say, I just, I just walk it. And I think that word, sometimes we use just where I came from you know, who cares, right? The fact that I'm able to walk um, a 10K and I did it under two hours, um, you know, that's that's very rewarding to me. I've kind of learned that I kind of like to do these 5Ks and stuff because I can compete against me. It doesn't matter what other people are doing. I'm just improving me. So improving my time. And I, I actually walk every day now for three miles. I do, I do it every day. And that has been another great thing too, is just, and I, I've learned that if you want to lose weight, dial in your nutrition, you'll lose weight. I never thought that. I thought I was all focused exercise. Didn't realize how much nutrition was. Exercise to me, what it does, that I do it now daily, it, it's healthy for my body. You know, you have good heart health. There's studies that show, I don't have all the numbers in front of me, but there's studies that show like, if you exercise, you, you're less likely to have diabetes. Like if you walk so much a day, if you do all this stuff, you're decreasing your chances of heart disease, diabetes, all this stuff. But the one thing it does too, I feel better about me when I'm exercising. It's a mental health thing. It helps you with your, your man, mental health. I think a lot of times, but people that suffer from depression, they 
obviously they need to reach out and get professional help from people that can help them. But a lot of times I also think that adding exercise into your mental health program is important because it's going to clear your mind and make you feel better. Plus you're accomplishing something every day. You're going to feel good about yourself. Too often we like segment, this is physical health, this is emotional health, this is mental health. They're so intertwined, right? And if you start doing one, um, doing well in one, it starts to bring those others along with it. Yeah. What would you say has been the most impactful tactic to bringing that mental health to a better state? There's a couple things um, that come to mind. It's getting these negative thoughts we get in our head out of our head. I think it's natural as a human to kind of be like, I can't do this. You know, I'm tired today. I don't feel good. I don't want to do that. And I've learned that just keep on doing it. You just, sometimes there's days you feel like that, that you just don't want to, but you just got to, you just got to get up and do it. It's hard and it's not easy, but as you do, you improve more and you feel better after whatever you're doing, you're doing. Another kind of thought I had is, um, I think just visualizing things. I, I've heard these stories lately. I, I can't remember the guy's name, but about a, there was this basketball player that played college sports. And he could never beat this one college team. And he, he visualized in his head, everything from the crowd to playing the game, shooting the ball, just everything and winning the game. And then he actually played the game and he, he won for the first time and had a good game. He had like a, um, like a mental health coach working with him. And that's one of the things he said is sometimes even in, sometimes we're better off mentally visualizing that stuff like shooting a basketball because you shoot the ball better even mentally thinking about it and envisioning it going through the hoop than we actually do physically because you can develop poor techniques in practice. But visualizing it really helps. And so I think sometimes visualizing our success and where we want to be, do, you know, why are we doing this? And I think that's one of the things like, that's one of the things my health program really focuses on is what is your why? Because if you, you know, and not just like, oh, I want to be healthy so I can play with my kids and do things. No, one of the things, one of my whys back then was my son was going to be graduating from high school and I couldn't go to his graduation unless I did something. So see these things come back to my mind, but, but still, you know, if you, if you have a strong why, doesn't thing mean it's easy, but you know, it does help you focus on things. And I, I think it's just positivity, right? Um, like if we have a growth mindset, we're being positive about ourselves and what we can accomplish. We start negatively thinking things, then we're just gonna we'll just drag ourselves down because you know, the talking about what the mind visualize and thinks that mind doesn't know the difference whether it's real or not it just it knows what you're telling it you mentioned if you're all right with that i'd love to talk a little bit about the role of coaching 
um, and how that's played into it. Because you mentioned you had a really supportive family, but you also brought up um, your health coach. How has having that coach impacted your experience and, and how can somebody go about finding that kind of support in their life? Well, um, Optivia, um, when you sign up, you know, you have a health coach. And, um, and that's basically I, what I've done with that. A health coach is there, you know, like I mentioned, we do weekly phone calls. Um, I now coach other people. So the people that I'm helping on their health journeys, I do um, a weekly check-in with them. And we do try to focus on during that time how they're because we the program that we have um, we get a couple books one of them is called a life book it's a journaling book and um, where you go in and you're kind of rewriting your story and it's a it's like a cognitive transformation where you're rewriting things and um, and resetting goals and so that's important but for me. I make sure every week that I check in with my health coach. I have done it almost. There's been a few times, whether vacation or I had stuff going on, I couldn't. But I have used that um, not for my coach, not for her, but I have used it for myself because I need to hold myself accountable by checking in and just, and the thing I've learned is to be honest. If I've had a hard week, I just tell my coach what I struggled with. And, you know, she's not there to go slap me on the hand and say, okay, Al, you got to get better, you know. And and not like a a coach, you know, sometimes we think of coaches, you know, a football coach yelling at you because you got to do, make that play and get there. No, it's not. It's a support. It's just somebody there cheering you on um, to lead you in the right direction. And if you have, issues or problems you know we have nutritionists um other types of things other my coach has a coach she has a coach but th- that is r- really helped me and one i wanted to start coaching because one i like helping people um i have a career where i work with people with disabilities so i'm kind of help people i wanted a coach too because i believe that if i'm helping others support them in their health journey, then I'm going to do everything I need to stay healthy myself and continue on the journey. A lot of things um, that I've gained from coaching, not only just helping people, but we have weekly trainings. So I'm involved. I belong to a community of other like-minded people like me. You know, we become like those. We surround ourselves around and so i here i am i'm involved in a community of um it's like my whole world opened up to a whole new set of friends that people in a community that are working working on becoming the best versions of themselves in july i'm going to atlanta for a convention with health coaches and they they actually sell out the um the State Farm Arena where the Atlanta Hawks play of health coaches and stuff. So, you know, it's from, from Optivia. So it's, you know, and there we're being inspired and learning and learning how to support and help others. But all that just working together, being involved in something. See, this is, to me, 
like I mentioned, you know, I kind of talked about at first I thought I was doing a diet. As I've gotten involved in all this, it's more than that. Honestly, I, I've been, I don't know how many programs there are out there that a company is really, their focus really honestly is about you becoming the best person you can be about improving you about and not just not just your physical body but your healthy body and your finances and coaching does help the community is awesome you know like i mentioned i mean when i did my 10k i had a one of a coach person because i'm friends with the coaches we have groups i'm a team a part of a team with and so one of the coaches saw that i was i posted something on facebook and so she faced time or facebook called me and said good luck in your race you know and it's just it's those kind of things when you're involved in things like that you got people supporting you it just keeps you going you know um we all need that in life right like we need to know that we have people in our corner that are supporting us and cheering us on and that we're doing that for other people too especially in a world that's so focused on being independent and self-reliant and I, I don't think we're meant to function in silos right like having that support network can go such a long way well so you've done uh, you're doing coaching with Optavia with that kind of in mind and thinking on individuals who may be listening to this that that are identifying with your situation um, or where you've come from but just aren't sure where to start or where to take that next step like what's your advice to somebody who is ready to start that journey but but kind of hasn't done so quite yet i would i would be if anybody's out there that is listening to this and they want to know more questions um i there feel free to reach out to me i guess we'll um you know i my facebook page is um type in my name on facebook you can find me same thing on instagram either way there's no obligation i'm not here selling things to people I, you know um optavia will tell you that we're in a relationship business because that's what this really is about is developing relationships and but i i think the key thing too is when you start a program, um, you know, look at, you know, are any program out there. If you just want to, if you don't want to get a hold of me and you want to look at a program, because um, there's tons of new um, diets out there, you know, all kinds of things. But which, how many of them deal with um, changing your your mindset and your healthy lifestyle? To, it's not just a diet. It's more than that. It's it's about learning to develop healthy habits find something that at least you're working on um, there that you you can do those things and not just because it's okay yeah you know physically maybe it's great you lose weight but you want to continue on the rest of your life that's the whole goal to change your lifestyle on having having talked through like where you come from to where you are now What's your outlook on life with these changes? You know, here, I'm thinking about this. I used to wake up every day in the morning dreading to get out of bed because I knew what my day was. 
It was pain. It was, I mean, going, I couldn't, I couldn't do anything, you know? And so it'd be like, I'll go downstairs. Luckily I had a job where I'm working from home. Didn't have to go into an office, but you know, so basically I'd go down working on my computer, doing paperwork and stuff. And I was happy, but I just kind of dreaded, you know, I didn't have much to look forward to. The healthier I've gotten, the more I do. I I have a a good sleep routine now. I go to bed practically every time, same time at night. I wake up like my body's my alarm clock. So, you know, luckily I don't have a job where, like I mentioned, that I have to get up at five in the morning to go to work because I probably need an alarm clock. But um, where I just get up in the morning and get my day going, I look forward to the day. I look for, I get up and get some things done. I plan some things out, things I want to accomplish. I go to the gym and then I, 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 and I stay busy all day long. I used to be so tired, even by being home, that I had to take a nap around two or three just for, a, even if it was a half an hour, I just couldn't get through the day without doing that. But the big thing I think is, my outlook on life is I have hope. I think I can, I don't, I think I know I'm gonna, I mean, you know, we, we never know, right, what's gonna happen to us, <laughs> but at least physically, I'm healthy. I'm still, I still have about 40 more pounds to lose to get to my goal weight, but I am, when I do go to the doctor and I do my blood work, I am physically healthy. It's speaking to that, just to kind of, answer your question health has been so key because you know those things like my having being a diabetic being on insulin um, I'm completely off my insulin now I've gotten off a lot of my meds when I go to the doctor and get my blood work done it's really good you know and it's kind of fun to go to the doctor now because he's really happy about what I'm accomplishing but but the big thing is I just have hope you know, I'm healthy. I have hope. I can go by all the walking I do. I know I could go do anything during the day that I want to do. What It doesn't matter. You know, I used to dread going to the store and where am I going to park? How far do I have to walk? Oh, I better, I can't park close enough. But the problem is there's a spot that if I park next to that car that they're so close together, I can't get out of the car. When you're obese and you live in that world, I don't know if people realize like what your daily life is like. Because, you know, even if I went to a work meeting, it's like I got to get there early to find a chair that's opened because I can't fit in a chair. It's just little things like that. I don't, I don't worry about those things anymore, you know, and I can stand up, walk around, do things. So it's just, I feel good, I have hope, and I know, and I know that I can accomplish things. I know that what I've learned about my health and some of the things I've accomplished, if you told me I need to run through a brick wall for my health, I could do it. I just, I, that's how I feel, honestly. You know, and here's the thing is, there's other things in my life that I can't say that about. But what it tells me is 
if I put forth the same effort that I have done on my health journey in other areas, that I can do those same things. So it's not just all these things. I don't care what it is you're working on. If it's health, your finances, your family relationships, whatever it is, it's, it's all the same. It's, it's kind of the same concept. It's about consistency and still sticking through it when you don't want to and still, um, continuing to work on things, you know, and, and, and not, not get so down on yourself that you're such a failure. We make mistakes. We, we think we're horrible, you know, it's okay to make mistakes. You know, it's part of a, it's a journey. That's the thing. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe in life we need to look at this as a, a journey. It's not about perfection in one day. We, our world we live in, look, look, everything we have is instant, right? And if it's not fast enough sometimes and with what we have and true growth does not happen that way. It, it's it's little by little. It's like me working up to a 5K. Even though I look back on it and think, wow, that kind of happened quickly. It wasn't. I had to start from a very small baby steps to get where I, what I was doing. And who knows what tomorrow brings, right? I, you know, if I continue, who knows what else I can do? We, people need to listen to this kind of stuff. You know, um, I, I know I mentioned to you that sharing is therapeutic. I, I believe that because I think we hurt inside. Um, we, we doubt ourselves. And sometimes I have shared, I did not want to share my story on Facebook. I didn't want to take a picture of me. And, and I, my coach encouraged me to share my story on Facebook. I didn't want to. I mean, at that time, I was still 400 pounds. I'm like, why do I want to share my story on Facebook? I'm still a big guy. I, I'm, I want to wait until I'm this healthy guy and then show everybody what I did. But I learned that just expressing my feelings and getting that out, it did a couple of things. It, I have a community of support. I have a good community of um, support on Facebook through social media and the stuff I post on there is all positive. I stay away from the negative sides of social media. Everything I share is positive. It's positive, uplifting. Um, and so, and people, I have lots of people that support me, encourage me, you know, but I'm also, I have a lot of people that come to me that aren't even doing the same program I have done and told me because of what you shared, I'm working on my health now. And some of them aren't even, you know, you'd look at them and think they don't need to lose weight, but that's okay. But health has nothing to do with weight sometimes for some people, you know, I, the therapeutic thing, it's just, I, I think it's healthy. I think it's healthy for, and I realized that, um, Things are difficult um, for people to share, you know, they're really personal and maybe you don't start off small, share a little thing, 
you don't need to go and tell the whole world all the details of your life, you know, but just share something about what you've learned. We, we all gain from that. Um, we all, we're all strengthened from it. And um, we, we love success stories, you know, and I, I sometimes I feel kind of like people will say, oh man, you're so amazing. You've been able to lose 300 pounds. I wish I could do that. And I'm thinking, okay, well, but you've lost 20. That's good because I, to me, those, I talk about concept, those, whether you lose 20 or 300, it's the same thing. It's the same concept. It's about doing the same principles, um, putting forth the same effort and, but then continuing. I think it's important to share. I think it holds you, you're helping others, but you're also holding yourself accountable with what you, what you share with others. And that you're working on something. It just feels good to share that. Well, it even relates back to what you said before about how you were approaching the five and the 10K. At the end of the day, you're racing yourself, right? You're not racing the guy next to you or the gal down the road or whoever it may be. And I think that mindset that you're applying of, I'm I'm racing myself, right? I'm comparing myself to myself is is really key. I do have another question I like to ask. Um, if you could take, you know, we've talked about a, a lot of different things. We've touched on a handful of different areas, but if you could take your message and condense it into a couple of sentences, like what would that be? Don't give up. Keep pushing forward. Be consistent, and you know, reach out to others for help. I maybe here's a thought that I have, it, especially since the focus of your podcast dealing around mental health, especially for men. I think sometimes the thing I notice is a lot of women, they want to drop some weight. They're more willing to join like a health program. I've, I've wondered about that. Why don't I see more men doing it? There are men, but why don't I see more men? I think sometimes we think we're tough and too good for it, that we can do it on our own. You know, and sometimes we can, you know, my point of this is I want to say that it's okay to get help. It's okay to reach out to somebody. It's okay to say, I need to do something. I need to be healthier. I've got young kids I want to still be around for. I'm, it doesn't matter that put your pride aside, ask for help. And it doesn't have to be weight loss. It's just what it, anything you're dealing with. You don't need to accomplish it on your own. You can, it's okay to get help. You know, one, one th quick thing too, I think I've learned on my journey is that as much as it sucked being told by doctors what I need to do and going through the hard times and um, not being able to walk very well, not being able to do this and being miserable, being laughed at, all that kind of stuff, it's part of my journey. And I, I think that it's, that for me, looking back on things, all those difficult times have made me become a stronger person and more willing to do what I'm doing today. If you have a family member that's struggling with something, whether it's health, mental health, you know, we're there for them. We're supportive. 
but sometimes people have got to go through their own journey and experience their own things because without it you're not gonna are you gonna be able to change it's it's important to have these experiences and i think we sometimes we expect that people should be in a certain area in their life and doing things you know we i do that as a parent with my kids my son's 20 he should be doing this and this and this my daughter's 18 and then when they don't do that we start like getting on them a little bit i like the quote that says every popcorn kernel pops at a different time allow it to pop when it's ready well i want to thank you for coming on it's it's been super insightful and really grateful that you're willing to share your story and and kind of help others through that yeah well thank you for your time appreciate it the challenge this week is to find somebody in your life and cheer them on Al mentioned about how much of a support that can be to have individuals in your life that are actively encouraging and invested in your success. So challenge this week, whether it be in person, social media, whatever it may be, encourage and cheer somebody on. The other ask that I have for you is we are looking for support to put on our first forge. If you are willing, if you believe in what we're doing here. And if it's uh, not a financial burden to you, we would love any support that you can offer. I've included the GoFundMe link in the show notes. So you'll be able to find that there. And finally, if you found value in this, please consider sharing it out to somebody else or reviewing it, um, especially if you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Those reviews go a long way to let others know that they can find value in this podcast. So would be greatly appreciated. Thank you again for your support and your listens, and we'll keep at it.